if this strike, this writers and this actor strike keep going on, like what what are y'all gonna do? Like like if we because there has to be some gap in there, right? Like we're gonna run out of shows eventually. I feel like I've been running out of shows already. You know what's funny is someone uh, hit me up uh, DM and they were like. What happened to last week? Last week, show. <laughs> are y'all part of the writing? <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, who's writing y'all's content? Is that why y'all? <laughs> <laughs> we should tweet that thing. We should tweet that. It's like, hey guys, we decided uh, to break the chain. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I, didn't, I, I haven't even paid attention to the right structure going oh, it's on. A, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. serious thing. It is yeah. like a serious But it's not thing. only the writers, but the Actors Guild. Yeah. Well, I it's saw a list true. one day. It was like seven different organizations. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, you know, very similar to the uh, running backs issue. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 that yeah. Y'all are just like asking for it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, AI is just waiting to break through. Yeah, <laughs> I think the reason yeah. I haven't realized is because you know football. Oh so yeah, so that's gonna be interesting too. Yeah. Because they say that streaming, people who watch streaming services, like it goes down during football, season. right? And so, like, people don't sign up for streaming services mm. during football season. You got to consolidate. Yeah. Like, so. I think what you're making me realize, though, is once the season's over, there's not going to be anything to watch. There's going to be nothing to Damn. watch. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Nothing to watch, son. Yeah. <sighs> Man, but you, you got a lot of shows. I can go back and, and still that, catch. Yeah. I feel like I got nothing. Yeah, I don't like, know. I tried, yeah. Like, I tried, like, I literally turned on the TV the other day, like, probably for, like, the, like, last week, and this is, like, nothing. I just, like, have zero interest. See, y'all in allow yourselves to watch trash, though. Right. For me, I don't even I don't even allow myself to waste time. <laughs> it got to be like, top notch. Yeah, that's the thing is I can't like I'll get I'll, I'll always give a show a chance. I'll give it like one or two episodes. Nah, I don't. And do after that. that, like I got to hear from multiple people. Yeah, but it's see, good. But see, uh, I guess I have different tastes too, though, because like a lot of people don't like certain shows. I can't like. I can watch something just you like. It has to be at least. But that's what I'm saying. Five yeah. people. I think I think a lot of people don't like the shows that I like. Right, so, so I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. I'll be pissed off. Like, why the hell make Abby got me watching yeah, this trash? Yeah, I can't take that approach. Yeah. I wish I could, though. I Y'all watching Foundation? That's on Apple? Oh, so terrible. That's terrible. Season one was so good, see? Though. No, season one really wasn't. I mean, it's, it's they put way too much. I don't. It, it really feels like they had probably 10 to 20 different writers yeah. See, doing yeah. Yeah. its own individual That's what episodes. That's I'm talking about. It's yeah. like... There's just like no cohesiveness. There's no natural. One hundred percent agree. See, it's just it's all. But season one was good though to me. Ah, see, season one. I've heard people talk about, but then I hear other people say stuff like that. But I'm not even gonna waste my time. There are some things that are coming out. I think Dune's coming out. Dune season two's coming out. What's Dune? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even watch uh, season one. What's Dune? Apparently, Star Wars. Don't come at me. This is. Oh, Dune. Dune. Okay, I got you. I got you. Star Wars stole their plot from Dune. I heard that. I heard about that. George I haven't seen Star Wars though, mm-hmm. so I can watch no, either one. Me, me, yeah. I mean, I should. Yeah. I'm one of like the like the two percent of people. It doesn't who, translate. Yeah. I didn't watch Star Wars, which yeah. is why I don't like see. Star Wars like, doesn't. Yeah, it does not. What about Doom? Well, I guess it just came out, so it might yeah. it might as well. Should I watch it? This is literally it's one of those where the book is probably better than the movie. Uh, I, I hate see. those people. <laughs> I hate those people. Oh, man. That's what the Game of Thrones is, was, what? though. What? The movie is. I never read the books. Game if of Thrones is off the I chain. Never, I never read the Game of Thrones. Woo! If something Much comes better. out in a movie, I I will not like what, read the book. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I can't go back. Like, if it's a movie, I made my son read. No, I'm telling you, I don't read like that yeah, at all. Either. But somebody told me, and I think what it, what it was is it was that that time period. Between seasons of Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. and I wanted to kind of see what was happening. Yeah. Somebody's like, the books are better than the show. Yeah. Read the books, man. Wait. And the crazy thing is, if you end up reading the book and I have a digital copy, I can send it to you. 
the I'm not gonna read the, I know <laughs> I know but the show is literally no the, the the book is literally like a script to the show hmm. like it's not even like and it's kind of makes me realize they, the the show writers didn't really have to do anything yeah, no. like they literally just read the book you say this yeah. and then you do this and then you yeah. say this yeah. <laughs> next page <laughs> Yeah, and then when they did switch it up, that's when people started getting upset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's when they started messing exactly. That forever, or that's when they go. ran out, of, when they ran out of material. And well, that's like, a, yeah. There's a creative. part. There's a part in the story yeah. or in the yeah. books where it just it hasn't been yeah. continued yet, and you can see it in the show where it's like things just ain't yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah things ain't flowing the way it used to flow. Yeah, so man. that's a whole another discussion, man. Hmm. But hey, yeah, drop know. us a DM if this actually gets posted. Drop us a DM of some. Uh, some shows. Yeah, some, yeah. I ain't watching. Nothing but bangers. I want bangers. I don't, 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 <laughs> don't send me, don't send me like uh, <laughs> six out of ten. Like, I, I need seven and a half. And a, I ain't watching. There's gonna be a time where like, we don't really. Welcome to First of 15, the only podcast that's trying to get you paid. I'm here with two-time FFPC champion AB. Alongside him is my guy, Dio the Machine. Guys, we are back this week. Listen, Dio went to training camp. We read all these notes Abby. from reporters. Go ahead. <laughs> we read all these notes from like reporters and stuff like that about training camp. Like you going yourself, like has it like affected how you look at reporters? Like, is it really helpful to go? Like, do you feel like you got, like, an inside, like, game on going to training camp? No. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going as an insider or a reporter. I was going yeah. as a fan, right? So, yeah, I was just going yeah. to just enjoy the practice. I will say it's good to kind of – and that's with all things. It's good yeah. to actually kind of see for yourself. You know, yeah. Abby's always talking about, you know, you get these quotes, people blast out on Twitter, and it's not in context. He likes to actually yeah. go back and read the quotes. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing. You know, you get all these people talking about such and such was dominating practice, such and such doing this, man. Watch the practice, man. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> so just speaking of the Texans practice, a lot of it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and, you know, obviously it's still early. They're still working out kinks. Yeah. yeah. A lot of young players, a lot of new players, new mm-hmm. staff. What am I saying? Everybody's new. Yeah. New system. Um, but you just watch it like, dang, it's like, if it was a game, man, our offense probably would have put up like 150 yards total. Mm. Oof, man. Uh, but, that doesn't but, make you feel good. I don't know if it's a really a, a make you feel good or bad thing because again, they're they're working through it. You mm-hmm. got a lot. Remember, you're seeing ninety man roster. You're not yeah, seeing yeah. the fifty three. You're not yeah, seeing the yeah. best of the best. People are getting rest. People are sitting out mm-hmm. vet rest and all that stuff. And yeah. they're working People on try- specific things. As yeah, well, exactly. Like, working yeah. on things they probably are not good at. Yeah. And things that they're not going to show to everyone as well. That's yeah. another thing. And, and another thing that I mentioned when I was there is like the practicing short. Mm. It, I guess. It was supposed to be two hours total allocated. Yeah. But the actual practice time that we saw, um, maybe an hour and 20 minutes, mm. including like special teams work. Yeah, yeah. Or like a machine was just... Like, I feel like a lot of it, too, is like media fluff, you know? I, I mean, keep in mind, you got all these fans there. Yeah. yeah. So like you're, you're not going to put everything out there and yeah. all that stuff, so... They need to sell season tickets, so they got to like, they got a show face, so I'm sure yeah. like, you know, a PR team... 
GM, yeah. even, you know, owner, yeah. obviously, are like, look, just just do something. Show them something, yeah. you know. It was more of a spectacle. And the head coach is like, ah, you know, all right, just, you know, yeah. let's just work on this real quick. Yeah, you know, yeah. something that's like. Yeah, it was more of like entertainment. Yeah. But it was yeah. cool. I mean, they practiced. It was good seeing, you know, Stroud out there yeah. doing yeah. his thing, Tank out there doing his thing. I actually got to meet a fair amount of Tank. I got, I got to meet Stroud. I got to meet Case Keenum. Um, okay. Right. Um, some other guy. You know, I'm a Texans fan, so I was mm-hmm. just enjoying all that. But as far as when it comes to fantasy, because this is a fantasy show, mm-hmm. right? Um, Tank looks good, man. Oh yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. yeah. So like preseason one just wasn't just a flash. Like everybody just seeing the highlight. Let, okay, I'm let agree, me. I'm gonna agree with you. Let, let, me, <laughs> right. let me let me say it like this more so. Mm-hmm. Tank looked like the most highest potential weapon out there if we're talking mm. about fantasy, right? Okay. And he, day one, I don't think he's gonna. I mean, we're still a few weeks away from the yeah. season, so we don't know yeah. what'll happen. But if the season started today, he's not starting. Yeah. Mm, right? Okay. He's going to come in, you know, get his reps, probably get targeted when he does come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then most of the time it's going to be Woods, um, Noah Brown, and um, Nico. Yeah. Okay. But when also – no Mechie. No. Oh, man. Mechie's no. still working his way back. Man, if, if you – look, if y'all are drafting Mechie, man, you might have to be patient. Ooh. Like real patient. Ooh. Inside, inside, inside information. Inside I mean, information. <laughs> he – so they he do. Look it. It's not even that they they look it. So if you've never been to a practice, I've been to a few practices before. So I, I you know, I kind of expect the whole setup. But yeah. you know, they do the individual drills first, yeah. yeah. And then they do like kind of like seven on seven and all that stuff. Man, I don't think Mechie had more than maybe two targets mm-hmm. out of everything I saw. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I saw Tank get targeted a bunch. I saw Noah Brown get targeted a bunch. Um, I even saw Steven Sims get yeah. targeted a fair amount. Of course, Robert Woods and Nico, but Mechie was just kind of afterthought. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, Cream rides the, the, the top, so mm-hmm. eventually he might be the guy, but yeah. there's nothing I saw when just actually watching him. Yeah. There's nothing I saw that oh, made me man. feel like this guy is yeah. super talented. Yeah. He needs more more snaps. Yeah. While Tank is yeah. like, hey. Oh, yeah, well, that's yeah. the guy. Hey, to... get that guy in there. Yeah. Hmm. I like Tank, there. too, but I feel like you don't have to draft Tank. I feel like uh, yeah. people are going to draft him. They're going to see he's not starting week one, and he'll be the first person to yeah. drop on waivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think the issue early on in the season is they got, you know, they want to establish the run. This is, I think, what this team wants to do. They want to yeah. run the ball. So there's a reason that why Robert Woods was signed. There's a reason why they brought in Noah Brown. These are big body wide receivers that can block, mm-hmm. you know. And Robert, Robert Woods has sure hands. Our defense, I think, is going to be something that, like... Defense looks solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Defense like, look real solid. Don't, yeah. Front don't, to back. Yeah. Hmm. Front to back. Every linebackers, the whole deep... Yeah. Like, yeah. fantasy-wise, don't don't target the Texas exactly. defense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because they're going to be imposing. Exactly. Okay. And so, to me, that is the issue. Because if you want to be a run-first team and you got a pretty good defense... Early on in the season, we're going to see Robert Woods and Noah Brown probably a lot in, you know, two wide receiver sets. Mm-hmm. Meaning those other guys are probably going to be on the bench. Then eventually, like, you know, we're not we're likely probably not going to be a playoff team. Yeah. So once we're like, you know, either out of contention or, you know, start working towards getting a higher draft pick, then I think that's when we start now, to see guys. Like, remember, we don't have our draft pick. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. So, but still, they're still going to want to, like, go into, like, player evaluation mode. Yeah, so I think, yeah. you know, that's maybe when you start to see, like, a Robert Woods, Noah Brown fall back, and they start to get maybe a Tank Dell in there. Yeah. I will say this. I was slightly concerned. So this is this was Sunday, I believe, I went. I was concerned about our line protection. I feel mm. like Stroud was having to 
Oh, by the way, Stroud's running with the ones. Like, if you're concerned about who's a starting quarterback, yeah. it's not a competition. Yeah. They yeah. haven't said it yet, yeah. but Stroud is always running He's clearly the ones. He's getting number, all yeah. the most reps. Not all, the most reps. Mm-hmm. Always going out there first. But um, I was concerned as far as them not being able to protect him that well. Because mm-hmm. he was running a lot. And, again, it might just be our defense is just that good, mm-hmm. you know. I would, and it's funny. It's a little tangent. But I always be thinking about, like, practice reports yeah. when they be like, the offense was killer today. Yeah. So, they basically say the defense was trash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the same team, they don't right? say that. Yeah, right, right, right. Or the right. defense was dominant today. Okay, was yeah. the offense just trash then? So, it's just a funny dynamic. Hmm. But um, with that being said, since then, mm-hmm. and I've just kind of been looking at reports just across the league, it's almost like, it's an epidemic across the league offensive line issues. Yeah, well, yeah, we got, we got yeah. Ty yeah. Towers injured too, so that's yeah. A, that's a, that's, you know. yeah, he was out too. But but it just made me feel like you know maybe I shouldn't be too concerned, or maybe it's just every team is going to have offensive line issues right now. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was hearing about the Jets. Oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah. talking about how Man, bad that, their offensive line yeah, is. Yeah, I mean that, the Jets and the Panthers to me like. Oh yeah, those two teams hmm. really. That's where like you know as far as like preseason takeaways, those were two major things. Really, kind of making me think about like how much of that offense I want. And, Bingo! Bingo! You know, and yeah. so, and then I've, and, and conversely, I've kind of pivoted. I'm like starting to now look. Okay, who are the offenses that are really going to produce points? And you know what? I'm just going after them. Like I'm just going to go after those after offenses uh, that are going to put up points and just get a piece of those offenses. Uh, and then you know, ideally, you know, things shake out for the best, but. Yeah. You know, targeting some of these, like, uh, like that's why Damian Pierce goes so late. You always see those, you know, you always see the, the posts. Why, you know, such and such player going so late, this is a travesty. Is it really? That's the market, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. That's the market. Yeah, yeah. A re- the reason he's going so late is because he plays for the Texans. Yeah. I'm not sure what the offense is going to be first yeah. year. Yeah, it's going to be improved, but he's not playing for, uh, you know, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Or like, they're not going to have high score to him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're, not, you're, not, you're not projecting him for 15-plus TDs, things like that. Right, right. So I, I did want to mention about Damian Pierce. Thank you for bringing him up. Number one, I don't think he's going to get much passing work. Mm. Like he's going to be a grinder between the tackles. Mm-hmm. He's not super fast, so I didn't really see many sweeps mm-hmm. or outside. I mean, they're going to – I think they're going to have a zone yeah. um, blocking, so he's going to have that type of one-cut, go-down-the-line mm-hmm. thing. Um, but Singletary is getting a fair amount of work too. So don't don't ignore Singletary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really just those two guys. Yeah. It was just so Dari wasn't uh, – who's – it probably probably – The, uh, the third running back third. that came in was Mike Boone. Every as far time. as a oh, third wow. down, though. No. They didn't, I, I didn't really see anybody that seemed like a third down back. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. see them target the running backs much. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be an offense where you know, and I don't, and, I'm sorry? That's a Dalton Schultz-like statement, right? Like oh, Dalton not, Schultz is somebody. I'm sorry. I was talking about Tank before. Yeah. Dalton Schultz is probably going to be the guy that leads the team in targets. I th- oh, wow. Yeah. He's literally been my dude from day one. Yeah, he's probably going to lead the team in targets. Day one. Oh, man. But and I was I trying to think. Yeah, you did. You did. Did the Niners throw to their running backs? I know when they got C-Mac they did, but yeah. prior to C-Mac, were they That's targeting the their running backs? Well, like they were moving Debo, so like – it's kind of deceiving a little bit because Debo was there. Yeah. Was the so, like, being yeah, able to you run look the at ball the, and throwing it to Exactly. Him is, like, if you look at the numbers, like, they targeted the running back at a very hefty, you know, rate. But that's mm-hmm. because Debo was coming out of the backfield. But I think it's, it goes back to that kind of discussion, like, do you have a running back that's worth being targeted? You know? Yeah. So, like, if you don't, then you don't. Then and, you don't do it, yeah. You know, you, we hear about it. Every single offseason, such and such running back is working on his passing skill, blah, 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 blah. They all are, man. Yeah, yeah. they all are. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all, all trying to get yeah. paid. Yeah. Exactly. They, know that, like, they know that like running in between the tackles does not get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Are you drafting Damian Pierce? I have not gotten much. I, I was a little bit, but, you know, 
I tried to sprinkle a little bit of some in, you know, that six round running back group or like that later round or mid late. Who's he going around, Chris? Like he goes around like Rashad Rashad, White, Rashad Sanders, Alexander Madison, Alexander Alexander Madison. Madison, So Mm -hmm. are you taking him after all those guys? Or yeah, before all, after all those guys, like after, I, okay. I've solidified my ranks amongst those groups, and because Parton, due to the pass catching and the offense, he is towards the bottom end of that. After James Conner, uh, James Conner is a tough one. It, it depends on the team build. If I need someone to just kind of be there for me for the first half of the season, James Conner. So uh, you're really only thinking James Conner is going to give you. Like six to that's seven. That's all I'm expecting. Like I mean, good. if he gives me more, great. But that's all I'm expecting. That's all I'm what do you expecting. think is going to happen after those six weeks? I just think this is a really, really bad team. Like a really, really bad team. Terrible right. personnel. So I think they are tanking for Caleb. It makes zero sense not to. I don't even know if we go, you know, like, I just think that this team towards the back end of the year is really just going to be putting in young guys, using that as an excuse. I got when you. really they just want the first round pick. You I know? got you. Like, this is like the – like. When was the last time there was a prospect like Caleb Williams, you know, out there? So, like, why would you want to screw that up? You just – you draft him and you figure – I mean, they got a reason, the though, right? Later. They actually do have a reason. Yeah. Kyler. Yeah. But you, you get Caleb and you figure out everything else. Or you just get the number one pick and, and then King's ransom. Yeah, I feel you on that. So, yeah. like, there's no reason, like, if you are part of that organization, especially you a new GM coming in. Yeah. Like, that is – this that's free money. That's free money. You have probably the worst roster in the NFL. It is free money. What? Do you think the Cardinals, the Cardinals have the worst they roster? They have the worst roster in the NFL right now. It's not even close. It's not even close. Because I'm assuming Kyle is not going to be there through half the season. You can't name me a worse roster. Well, only, Their starting only quarterback you, is either Colt McCoy or Clayton Toon. No, no, I got you. Because Go only if – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch your mouth. Uh, but that's only if you assume that Kyler isn't there. That defense is terrible. The O-line is okay, eh. You got an agent running back. The wide receivers are so you are below you, average, well below average. Are you totally hands off off the Cardinals? No, because I still think it could be useful. You just gotta, you just gotta know. My whole approach to drafting this year is not assuming that anybody plays all the games, but I just mm-hmm. want talent. And I, at some point, you're gonna help me on my way to a victory. I don't, I don't need someone who's gonna be a late season. You know, people, who's who's the, who's the uh, guy? Uh, not. Uh, Brees Hall, mm-hmm. you know, one of the reasons to draft Brees Hall is because by the end of the year, he's going to, you know, win me, you know, take me to a championship. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. Like, you know, a guy giving me the first, like, you know, elite four to five weeks of the first five weeks to me is almost as important as that late season run. Well, you because if out. I can, yeah, because mm-hmm. if, you, if I can count on you those first five weeks mm-hmm. and I don't got to play around and lose points and make the wrong start six decisions, mm-hmm. I can figure out who's going to perform yeah, later on. Figure it out. Like you. the first five weeks, we just don't know what's going on. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we all got all these guesses and assumptions and we have these idea of, you know, the idea of like what we think these teams are going to do, what we think players or how they're going to perform. But really, like, it's We don't just, know. Yeah, it's opening yeah, we up don't know. Uh, Christmas present. I feel you on that. So. Okay. Let's stay on Breeze for a second because not our group chat, but, like, our Twitter chat was kind of all over the place when it came to, like, how to treat Breeze both Everybody in is. redraft yeah. and in dynasty now that Dalvin Cook is on that team. Because the idea is that if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for multiple years, he wanted Dalvin on that team. So it kind of behooves him to keep Dalvin on the team as long yeah. as Aaron Rodgers is there. How are you guys treating Brees Hall now that Dalvin is on the Jets? You mean dynasty-wise? 
Let's talk about let's first talk about redraft, but then dynasty because I think dynasty is more yeah. interesting, like how to treat them. Yeah. So I, yeah. So look, anything could happen. Dalvin Cook could like get hurt. Mm-hmm. I actually think his surgery helped out his shoulder because I know people will say, "Oh, he's injury prone. He just had shoulder surgery, mm-hmm. shoulder surgery," and I think that actually helped stabilize his shoulder because he of was course. playing through that. Otherwise, why get yeah. it? Yeah. So. But he could get hurt, and Brees Hall could be healthy, this and that. My whole, you know, stance with Brees Hall was like, he's coming off of ACL. I don't care how simple the ACL was. Number one, I don't put him in the Adrian Peterson category. I, I feel like he's overrated, to be quite honest. Uh, we've talked mm. about the Jets' O-line. That's like, a hot take, believe me. I really do feel like he's overrated. Like, he's got, you know, great athleticism and this and that, but I just feel like he's just overrated. I really, I truly uh, you believe You know what's that. crazy? I kind of agree with you. Yeah, like, I just, nobody's wow. saying it. The, wow. the, 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 the way we talk about him is like, oh, if he didn't have an injury, he would be, like, the number one running back. Like, with that O-line? Eh. Like, this, and this team keeps telling us that they want an RBBC. Like, they keep telling us that. That's fair. Yeah. Pe- you know, people are like, will, like, run down one avenue with the narrative and then mm-hmm. completely ignore the rest. Like, remember, this team was like, there was rumors that they were trying to draft Gibbs. Mm. Like, you don't draft a running back in the first round unless you have it in your mind that you want to use him. So what does that Where, tell you? Where, you mean grab, draft Gibbs yeah. at number 15? Or yeah, wherever yeah. They or, or, or wherever they had him in the first round. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, to me, and they've you know, obviously been talking with Dalvin Cook and everyone's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is one of them. They just, so they just you know, congealed and just you know, went along with what he wanted. We don't necessarily know that. That's just sort of kind of a, you know, talking points for Brees Hall. So for me, like, I'm like, this is an RBBC. Y'all can have it. He's already, he's a running back coming in off an ACL. Like, I don't need Brees Hall. Like, I don't, like, I don't, you don't need Brees Hall, especially mm-hmm. like in the third round. I never understood the third round, uh, Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I think like I saw him go like in the fourth. I was in a, a shout out to Deep End. Uh, check out their, uh, their, uh, their show. They, uh, Live stream to Maine. I just happened to like be in that one. <laughs> uh, that was a, that was a tough Maine. It was it was them Hubbard. Uh, the Glitz was in there, so it was a tough Maine. They ended up taking Brees Hall, and I'm not knocking anybody who's taking him because I I understand like the logic that like if you're gonna bet that ACL improves and that like you know somehow Dalvin is like pushed to the side. Okay, mm-hmm. like like I said, anything could happen. But for me, it's just not for me. There's just too many guys in that area that I that I just feel like could all be league winners. Like yeah. you can't like I could you could argue almost any of these guys that down the stretch could like literally be a league league winner. We've seen we've literally seen everybody do it. I've seen uh Rex Burkhead be a league winner. I've seen Justin Jackson be a league winner. Anybody can be a league winner. So like that early on I'm not taking a guy who's in an RBBC so, where so I gotta make quick. a bunch of guesses. So real quick. So few things. Number one, and this might be narrative based, but um I did see a report today where Dalvin Cook said once he heard, or once Aaron Rodgers was signing with the Jets, he knew that if the Vikings let him go, he was going to sign with the Jets. Hmm. And it might have been something he says after the fact. You know, right, people, right, everybody right. was talking about Miami. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to go home. But, I mean, he said it. You know, yeah. so you can take it with a grain of salt. But, you know, um, that's number one. Number two, as far as Bryce is concerned, I saw a, a, a story today. And I didn't read the full story. I'm not like Abby. I'm lazy. I just just get <laughs> just give me a quote. I'm good. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll take line. that. I'll run with it, right? That's the so, meme. Like, I don't know if this is good or bad. So well, I'm, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. Shoot. Shoot. If they put it in quotation marks, he said it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, they said that he said that he still gets a little bit of knee soreness. Mm-hmm. And also, he still doesn't feel 100% comfortable in cutting. You don't feel – look, I've been through two ACLs. 
Mm-hmm. I'm an athlete. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, like I've been through two ACLs. And ask any athlete, any athlete who's been through an ACL. Nobody feels 100% that first year. So yeah. now you're telling me a running back who needs to cut? Yeah. Like, and who needs to like create power off that leg? It's supposed to just come in and just be like this guy that y'all think he is. Yeah, like one, yeah. he may not be him. Mm-hmm. Number like number one, like he may even a healthy him may he may not be him. Mm-hmm. Two, like you're betting a lot. Basically, you're ignoring all research. Mm-hmm. You're ignoring all past data and saying that like he's just gonna come back to be a hundred percent. Right. Like I, that's just that's a lot to ask for. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Like that knee takes a while to come back, and then you got to worry about all the like compensatory injuries like mm-hmm. because you're overcompensating with this area mm-hmm. like now you pull a hamstring or mm-hmm. now your quad's not firing right. right this is like so much that can like go on with that just look at the data look at the data like the data is like overwhelming to him that you're not going to get 100 percent breeze hall yeah so like this is the easiest thing to do and like you may be wrong like one out of ten times mm-hmm. and even that Fade all running backs coming off of ACL. Right. Scott and they get them the second year. That's what yeah, Scott, Scott Barrett said. Right? Yeah. That's because every single orthopedic and physical therapist will pretty much say, like, if you live by that rule, you'll probably yeah. be good, like, nine times good. out of ten. Yeah. So, so, full disclosure, mm-hmm. I don't have any breeze. So, I've, I've drafted a fair Same. amount. You know, I'm never yeah. going to tell you the amount. But I don't have any. Like, I have zero <laughs> yeah. breeze hall. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is I just felt like he was just going too high. Mm-hmm. People were taking him. And maybe I can't say they were taking him at his ceiling because people, if, pe- if he was totally healthy, I think he probably would have been a first round in people's mind. I don't know yeah. if I would have even taken him there, but yeah. I think people would have probably put him there. Um, but he's being taken in like the early third. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that same mindset. Remember, I've said it before. I don't want players where this season I got to worry about their injury where every week I have to try like be nervous as far as whether they're going to play because they've been questionable all week. So I don't want to take a player yeah. that high that I'm going to have to kind of have that concern with. So I haven't had any Brees Hall. Now that he's dra- dropping in the fourth, you probably get him I- I'll probably – Oh, really? You if I, if he's fifth. going in the fifth, then I'll probably take him now. Like, Ramondre is going in the fourth right now. I would definitely take Ramondre. Oh, I took him last night in the main. Yeah. I don't have that much with Ramondre either. Now's the time. I haven't been saying as much because I feel like the whole fantasy community has loved both of them. Yeah. I feel like if you talk about either of them, they're going to like come down. So I haven't really said much. And this is the thing too. And this is like when it comes to kind of like if you're a volume drafter and draft logic, if you're hearing rumors of like teams bringing in players to talk to them, teams bringing in players to potentially add to their like, Mm -hmm. you know, running back room. Chances are they're probably going to bring in somebody. Right. And it doesn't matter, like, who they bring in. Yeah, you're going to have the people who are just going to stay down that hill say it doesn't matter who they bring in, like, Dalvin Cook, for instance. Yeah. doesn't matter. Brees Hall still yeah, as yeah, good. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I've heard arguments that it may actually be better for Brees Hall that they brought in Dalvin Cook. But hmm. people always don't speak on their biases, yeah, but, man. Their biases yeah. always determine their arguments. But knowing that, like, there's a potential for that to happen. I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just wait because as soon as somebody signs, their ADP is going to drop. Okay, human nature. So mm-hmm. like now is the time where like, yeah, if you want to get some Brees Hall shares, this is the time get, to get. This them, is to get them. Yeah. You want to get some Ramondre shares, get them. Like this is the time to get. So them. with that same notion, yeah, the teams that are look, bringing in running backs now then are like the Vikings. They've been bringing in running backs. Yes, this is why I don't draft so, a lot of Madison. Right, the Vikings. And he's just not that the good. The Saints were, hmm. but they signed a Darrell Williams today, so I don't know mm-hmm. if they're done. Darrell's done. I can't yeah, he's, uh, but I'm just saying they signed <laughs> yeah, the guy, so, so maybe they're done. But guess what? This is the time now to get 
Kendra Miller. And I got yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I think were well, the Browns bringing somebody in? I, they have to now, right? Because J- Jerome Ford is hurt. Is Ford hurt? I, I want to say I they think he had a hamstring. Somebody. I can't remember. Did they it. sign somebody? Maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, just you, you just made a good point. When teams are bringing guys in. Like, even if they haven't brought a guy in, that means they're looking. It can happen any moment. You know, brace for it. You know, stay ready yeah. with it. So, now, as far as Dynasty is concerned, mm-hmm. I don't think it affects his, his uh, ranking at all. At all? No. I mean, remember, Ooh. Dynasty is a long-term game. I got so it. So, now, now if, we're talk, if we're talking about the ACL, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But you're talking about the Dalvin signing. Yes. I don't think Dalvin signing – because, first of all, it's a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, people that love Brees Hall love his talent, mm-hmm. you know. So the talent is not just going to go away. Mm-hmm. And if they had Brees Hall before, they weren't concerned with the injuries, yeah. Right. Yeah. So just Dalvin just being there, yeah. I mean, they probably thought it was going to be a slow ramp up, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the people that do like Brees Hall, they again they have this bias where they basically tell themselves, yeah, Dalvin will probably get the early workload or or be sprinkled in, but Dalvin will probably be the one B to to Brees' 1A. That's what they're telling themselves. And remember with Dynasty, it's Mm -hmm. all about value. It's not so much about what reality is, but it's more about what perception is Mm -hmm. because it's all about what you can sell a player for, how much it costs to to get a player. You know, it's all currency-wise. I don't think it changes his value, but... I played Dynasty. Take this with a grain of salt because I played Dynasty for one year. (laughs) (laughs) You're a vet now, though. You're a a veteran, so speak on it. But for me, like... The running backs, I would treat them like tight ends, to be quite honest. How do you treat tight ends? Basically, like, <clears throat> if people are, like, super high on them, draft them, and mm-hmm. then just trade them away from a king's ransom, and then get back, like, a, a an aging tight end or, like, a, you know, a kind mm. of a mid-grade tight end in return, yeah. and just roll with that. So I would treat the running back, the, I would treat Brees Hall the same way. I would, like, try to sell him and get back, like, a king's ransom, and then just get, like, a, you know, like, a, a decent running back that I can start now mm-hmm. in return. I think this running backs like the value of running backs to me like you just, like what do, what do we like what do we need to, what else do we need to see look yeah. what has happened yeah. with J- Jonathan Taylor yeah, yeah. like yeah. look at his like stock how it's plummeted mm-hmm. where was he ranked in dynasty a year ago right mm-hmm. so like if you can get a king's ransom for Brees Hall man go get that king's it's ransom like, and just play for like the next two or three years get a running back that's gonna be around for the next two or three years it's yeah. almost you know, like first and second round you know a couple first round picks if you can it's almost yeah. like running backs almost have to become almost now a year-to-year proposition mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. even two years you yeah. know so you have to look at a guy like and if it, if it truly is going to become a one or two year proposition in my mind, you really should be trying to to acquire these running backs when you're in a win now mode. Yes. Yeah. When you're when you're really going yes. for it, because if you're not going for it, then you're just sitting on money. That's yeah. going to devalue. How much would an Aaron Jones go for? Like, if I wanted to get Aaron Jones in Dynasty right now, he's probably cheap, bro. Like what? A round two pick? Yeah. Second round maybe, pick. Maybe See. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the game right there to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the game. Like, take that round two, give me Aaron Jones, like, and I'll just roll with him for like, you know. The worst a year, you know, try to win this championship now. Ideally, mm-hmm. I get two years out of him, yeah. and I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Nah, you probably don't get one year. Out that's of that's him. actually a good example, Aaron Jones, because he's right there, kind of similar where Joe Mixon's at. All right, cut, uh, cut, yeah. oh. cut that, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go. No, 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 don't cut that. Don't cut that. <laughs> oh, can, can, we, can we talk about tight ends? Let's talk about tight ends. Go Let's ahead. talk about tight ends. You have any tight ends you want to talk about? Because I got some tight ends I want to talk about. Redraft. Redraft? Oh, let's push the dynasty aside. We'll, yeah. okay. we'll put together a dynasty show. We're talking about redraft. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah, tight ends. Uh, okay, no, no, stop. Okay. Luke, Mux- <laughs> Luke Musgrave. Okay. Right. Pack it before he steals my guy. Okay. Because <laughs> I know he's going to say it. Draft Luke Musgrave. Man, it's. I don't know why I don't have enough. Like, Man. I should have been drafted him. He's getting 
all the reps. Yep. And I'm not even talking about just the starting reps. He's getting all the targets, yeah. all the usage. Yeah. And he's free. They're talking about he's the fastest guy on the team. Or they, like, charted that or something like that. He's a big body, second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through some of my drafts that I've done in the past. There's, like, like half of my drafts he's not even been drafted. Yeah. You know, so yeah. go get Luke Musgrave before it's too late. But do you Please. know who I haven't heard Please. enough about, though? Irv Smith. So they brought Irv Smith in. I haven't heard anything Cincinnati. about Irv Smith either. We haven't yeah. heard anything about yeah. Irv Smith. Oh, I'm not done, though. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Jake Ferguson. Okay, I like Jake. Go I like Jake Ferguson. You disagree on Jake, though. I disagree on Jake. I know yeah. Juwan Johnson. Juwan. Hey, hey, hey. I know he's your guy. Juwan. Never waver. Never waver. Never waver. Go get him. Go get him. Um, uh, I still like Kate Otten. Like, I don't care what y'all yeah. say. I still like Kate Otten yeah. back there. I'm going to have to see him. Um, I don't know what's happening with the Jets. I don't know what's happening in Jets, but one of them is going to be, and I guess the point I'm really trying to make Cochran is Cochran is the only one who's healthy, right? Like they're all. Oh yeah, you're right. Rucker did get hurt. Uzuma, and, Uzuma has been hurt. And too. Ozuna yeah, you're right. is is hurt yeah. too, right? So. I, I guess the point I'm really trying to make is this might be the year where one of these late tight ends mm-hmm. can hit. Can actually hit. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. Hit. Honestly, yeah. like I've been drafting like. Three, Tyler Higby, four, Dalton five. Schultz. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. because especially like if I wait, if I wait. I'll draft like I have no issues drafting four if I need to five tight mm-hmm. ends just hoping that one hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like it's just like I'll just keep them all because like ideally one of these hits and I'll get like a safe guy who yeah. still has some upside like in a Higby. Mm-hmm. I love Dalton Schultz like those are like you know two of my highest owned wide receivers outside of uh, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, and then I'll just like Schultz. grab a bunch of just like. Did I'll I mention like, Hayden Hurst? Mm-mm. How you feeling Hayden about Hayden Hurst now? You still liking him? I love Hayden Hurst, but you just talked about the Panthers' offense. Yeah, but in tight end premium, this is for tight end premium only. Okay. Uh, I feel like this team is going to be down quite a bit. Gotcha. Uh, and I feel like they're going to struggle. And he's going to go. He's going to struggle to get the ball to the outside wide right. receivers because that O line is really not where it needs to be. Right. And Hayden Hurst is just going to be a, a nice security blanket. They don't really have like a, this like amazing pass catcher for yeah. a running back. Yeah. So like Hayden Hurst to me is his like like that is the guy underneath that should be getting hopefully like. I mean, I really could see, like, seven to eight targets a game in, like, best-case scenario. And if he's getting, like, six to five catches a game, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that is significant. That is real significant. They also don't have a red zone threat, in my opinion. Yeah, you're true, mm-hmm. you're, you're true that. Two more guys. And I've mentioned them before on the show, but I, I want to reiterate them mm-hmm. so people don't forget. Um, Cole Turner, who I think mm-hmm. is going to take that job. I really I, – I'm, I'm even more firm in that mindset, you know. And he, this is his second year, so he got hurt last year, so yeah. we really don't even know what it is yet. But he's been getting a lot of work, and he has been um, getting talked up a lot. He was he's been talked up even before camp. Yeah. So I already kind of was had my eyes on him. And then the Dolphins tight end, they don't talk about any tight end on their roster. No. But that last preseason game, Elijah Higgins looked decent. You know, yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. He's a converted wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying look for who the, the Dolphins tight end is going to be this year, but if it's Higgins, he's the type of guy that has that that talents or that skill set where he can be fantasy relevant. Yeah. So just kind of keep, put that name in the back of your mind. And let's talk about preseason week one. Listen, there's a lot of you know splashy plays, whether it's Tank's touchdown or it's uh, George Pickens' like fluky touchdown, in my opinion. Are there any plays or any situations that you guys think people are overreacting on when it comes to preseason week one? I think it's Tank and that touchdown and that 
fluky touchdown because I see that as a fluky touchdown too, <laughs> where he's probably out of bounds when he caught the ball. But I don't think but, the touchdown is what made Tank Buzz, you know, grow. I think it was the way he was used. Cause he had he had like about what five catches for like sixty something for yards? like sixty yards Man, yeah I don't know Tank looked different Tank, yeah Tank on the field yeah he looked he, he looked, looked different he like, looked like yeah. he belonged yeah. and he looked like and New England I think was playing like starters yeah. on the defense I, I yeah. believe uh, but Tank did his damage like in the second quarter he did he, he, he did. Yeah. I got I got to go back and see who he's going to. The thing, but the, the, the separation that he was creating. Yeah, that's speed, what I was going to say the separation the breakaway yeah. and yeah. even like that touchdown even though he may have bobbled that catch. The separation that he got in such a, a short, you know, space, mm-hmm. and for them to trust him and go out like he, he and it's Davis Mills, but he immediately went at him. Yeah. So quarterbacks yeah. know that, like, okay, man, if I need, like, if I need to, if I need somebody that's gonna get open quick, like, mm-hmm. that's the guy. I just don't know how much he's gonna be used. I don't know how many three wide receiver sets we're gonna be used. Like, that's the, that's my only issue. But like, he does look different. Yeah. If he was, you know, obviously if he was bigger and could get on the field for his blocking and stuff like that. You know, I'd be like probably all over him. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, to like you mentioned, to start the year, he's really probably not going to be on the field much, yeah. and that people are just going to drop him, and then I'll just pick him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See, and the thing about the the, pre, the the reason why people weren't higher on Tank, even in the dynasty community, as far as you know, in the draft time period, mm-hmm. because of his size, mm-hmm. extremely small, like five. I don't even know exactly. I'm making it up, like five eight, one seventy, something mm-hmm. like that, right? So, and <laughs> right, uh, he was in a division yeah, like yeah, the American Conference that nobody watches, and <laughs> yeah. you know people disrespect. So people weren't really respecting him. But you're talking about a guy that led college football in receiving last year, yeah. Um, and he's been somebody that's been the number one receiver for his team for two, you know, two three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and his, if you're concerned with his body type, once you saw that he was able to create separation mm-hmm. where guys are respecting his speed, where he's always open. Yeah. That, that's one thing I know a lot of people don't pay attention to Texas, but you know yeah. I, I got my hands on the pulse, yeah. but one thing they've said about Tank this whole um, summer is nobody can cover him. Yeah. Like, he's always getting open. So, if he hmm. can have, if he can do that, then you start looking at him like, almost like how a T.Y. Hilton was. Mm. You know, yeah. a super small guy, but yeah. nobody can cover him. Mm-hmm. So, he was always able to produce. Yeah. Basically like Zay Flowers. He, he essentially is Zay Flowers. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Zay Flowers is yeah. another guy. Yeah. Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers got better, more speed, but yeah. obviously, but he's very much a, be, like a better version yeah. Zay Flowers is. So, um, like I said, if the, the Texans can just figure out that offense and then mm-hmm. decide to say, okay, you're the guy, let's go, mm-hmm. I think he's a steal. Yeah. 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 Let's stay on Zay Flowers for a bit. There's a report that came out that Lamar Jackson threw a touchdown to Zay Flowers. Um, Mark Andrews takes his helmet off, slams it down so hard that yeah, what was that he about? breaks his helmet. Is there anything to that? Or do you guys, or, or like, is that one of those, like, Reports where you just like disregard it. It's like, man, eh, like I'm just going to disregard it. It's too yeah. early. If this happened in season, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, next week in DFS, I'm playing some Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, <laughs> nah, I just disregard it. I mean, I feel like we don't have context. Yeah. Right? Like it happened. Yeah. So I think I don't think you ignore it because you saw it, it happened, it's out there. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think we take it and just make a conclusion off of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. now you see, okay. If something else happens, now it's like, okay, now we got two pieces of evidence. Mm-hmm. There might be some issue going on. Mm-hmm. It could be a situation where he was mad because the guy that was covering him maybe, you know, held him. Yeah, he body slammed yeah. somebody. Like, I mean, he may be yeah. getting a drug test soon because he body slammed somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw for, that. for the commanders. Um, 
you know, I really haven't been on Mark Andrews to talk, you know, go back to tight end this year at all, just because I feel like really more three wide receiver sets. Like, yeah, he can still do damage, you know, maybe more passing, more volume, you know, so now, high increases. But I just, I don't know, I haven't like really felt like uh, just like strongly about trying to like get shares. But so, okay, so why do you think? Because I know you said three wide receiver sets. Do you mm-hmm. think the offense is not going to utilize the tight end? Because this is the same offensive co- uh, this is the same offensive coordinator that was offensive coordinator at Georgia. Georgia, yeah. And mm-hmm. the tight end for Georgia was like one of the best in the nation. Yeah. No, I think they're going to utilize it. I just don't necessarily know that he's going to get like that monster target share like he got in the Greg Roman, where they were always like two personnel and their wide receivers were terrible. Do you not believe this like, is a situation where targets are earned and he has that trust or that rapport with? I mean, Lamar he's Jackson? playing with Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, if healthy. And OBJ, while he's healthy, so but, but and out Isaiah of, likely is still like they said. But but, but out of all those options, who was Lamar had the the most consistent rapport with? I think a lot of that was dictated by personnel and by the offense that he was in. So you think if they had different personnel, he wouldn't have been using the injuries? No, as because much? who was his wide receiver? His wide receiver was Marquise Brown. So Marquise Brown ate a little bit, but then there was like nobody else. So it was Marquise Brown and that's interesting. And Mark Andrews, and they were always in twelve in in. Uh, and, and two wide receiver sets with really only two wide receivers on the field, and you had, you know, Marquise Brown and then maybe like a, a Duvernay or whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, so you didn't really have anybody else that, like, he was competing targets with. I hear you. So, I don't know. With them being, you know, spread out, like, I still think he'll be – I think he'll be fine. I don't think, like, you're not going to – I don't think you're going to lose your league, but it's not – I just don't get excited, and I'm not, like, targeting Mark Andrews. Probably because the situation's cloudy. Like, I just don't know how it's going to shake out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm more feel like – they they have this great connection. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Mark Andrews show, and the receivers are going to have to figure out the rest. Yeah, like I think mm-hmm. it's much to do about nothing, but I think it's also Lamar trying to make these new ad, these new additions feel comfortable in the offense. Like like start to get timing down with maybe, him, and then Andrews is feeling like he's the odd man out. Although, maybe I, I mean you, you, you reach it. Yeah, you going yeah, down. You reach it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like that's the that's the gravamen of the. Uh, article, so you're right? a lawyer, so you can make yeah. a whole story. Yeah, out of that's just what I'm saying. Like that's the like he literally that's the could idea. have had like a like ants in his helmet. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have actually stubbed his toe or anything. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like, oh, like, Chris yeah. already got the story played yeah, out. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, man, like, he's not getting targets in practice. <laughs> he he could have got sniped and was like, damn. <laughs> I, know. I know, right? Got right. sniped on the underdog. He's like, ah. So let's stay on week one. Is there anything that you guys feel like? It's going under the radar. So we talked about some of these things that are getting overhyped. We should talk about George Pickens a little bit because I feel like that touchdown is getting overhyped a little bit. Because Deontay Johnson looked really good, got some he separation. He, he looked pretty good. Yeah, you, and yep. I feel like that George Pickens touchdown is a little fluky. But do you too. hear the bias in your voice? I do hear the bias in your voice. <laughs> okay, as long as, you're <laughs> saying, as long as you hear the bias in your voice. <laughs> but like, before we start to go on the guys that are going under the radar, what do you think about that George Pickens touchdown? And – and how Pittsburgh looked in that preseason uh, game. So, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, don't, mm-hmm. I didn't watch many highlights from preseason. Okay. A lot of stuff I know from preseason more so people said it on Twitter. Yeah. And I, like, saw it. Or, yeah. You know, people, yeah. people on Twitter just, like, go overboard with stuff or they gas things up. So, I, just, I didn't really see much. I saw the highlight, though. Mm-hmm. I did see it. Um, I don't know why you're calling it fluky. Because it just seemed like it was like a missed catch tackle. In the middle of the fi- yeah, but it was like a missed tackle and, like... It just seemed fluky to me. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I do know that Deontay got a, like got the targets leading up to that. Right. And the takeaway I got from when I saw that was like, uh-oh, is this going to be a, a 
a return of 2022 mm. where Deontay's getting targeted, but he ain't scoring touchdowns. Sure. Touchdowns, yeah. You know? Could that, be. That, that's I mean, the way I, mean, I read it. There's I mean, some history I mean, there. You know, yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> that's that's the way I read it. I'm yeah. glad y'all so, came to that conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. have to say it. There's some history. I'm glad yeah. I didn't have to say it. But, I hate being a Deontay hater on the yeah. show. <laughs> but you also know with me, I don't take too much from – I take great assault yeah. with preseason, so I didn't, that didn't I really matter to me. The only thing I took from that game is, okay, Jalen Warren still looks pretty good. Like Pickett looked good, too. Pickett looked good, too. I do, well, he, he looked he more going, decisive. Yeah, Pick he's going it, into the, the second year. It, yeah. My issue is their head coach and their OC. Like when that changes, then come talk to me. Until yeah. that changes, I don't really care about anything else. Who's mm. the oh? I was gonna say who's the tight end? Firemuth. What Fryermuth. do you think about Firemuth? You think he's being because yeah, well, Firemuth is being drafted right now at the you can't say it, the the front end of tier three or the back end of tier two. He's like the easiest fade for yeah. me. Like the yeah. easiest fade. Okay, so you're fading. What about oh, you, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Easiest fade. And there's so many. There's so many like. Just amazing players in that tier. Like how, you know, like just wait and get Dalton Schultz. Even if you're, yeah, even if you're in the tight end premium, like how am I taking, you know, Pat Fryermuth over? But you see right here, he's taking in the seventh round. People, people are high. They're semi high on him. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can, I can list twenty players I'd rather take. Can I ask about? um, Can I hear y'all thoughts about Cam Akers and Kyron Williams? Cool man. Because I know you got got me nervous on Cam Akers. Yeah. So Cam Akers is like. Just I'm just like not even drafting Cam Akers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the I don't know what's going to outside of our pod team, team. I think we got. I don't Cam know what's going to happen with this offense. But then when I'm hearing Kyron Williams, like you you go to the you know follow all the Rams beat report. They're all saying the same thing. Like he is a big part of the passing game. Like you I you just can't ignore that. So like if he's in a bad offense now and he's like not getting like he's going to get some catches, but if he's not getting that third down work and I can't get like three to four catches a game. And I got to worry about him falling into the end zone? No, thank you. But Okay, so no, thank I will say this because I know you, you brought up the Cam Akers and Kyron Williams thing. Last year, Cam Akers wasn't getting a lot of targets either. Like, it wasn't really part of his guy. I think he got at most yeah. three targets yeah. or maybe three receptions, right? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't being used a lot in the passing game. Um, but then also, Kyron Williams was a thing last year as far as the buzz. There was a little time period where we, we heard Kyrie Williams was going to start. I think he actually started a game or two. And when we saw him, he was super meh. Yeah, he like, was super meh. Like the king meh, right? <laughs> so, so it's like yeah. we're hearing that. And, I'm, and to me, I'm like, okay, are we really going to be afraid of this guy? Unless he, unless he upped his game. But that's what I'm saying. So, one, he was a rookie. Yeah. He's never been athletic, so he's coming off an injury. So if you were talking about Kyron, oh, you're talking about Cam. Yeah. You're talking about Cam. No, 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 I'm talking. I'm talking about Kyron Williams. He's coming off an injury. He was coming off an injury last year. Oh, he okay. Remember, he was coming off an injury. Because remember, right. he was supposed to like start the season like and, and be a major factor, and then he that's got right, hurt. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's so right. So then he's right, coming right, off. Right, right. So if you're okay. someone who's like got a poor athletic score, and you're coming off an injury, and you're like less athletic, like to mm-hmm. me, like that's a death nail. Okay. So I forgot about that. For you're me right. to like to to hear like clearly they like the guy. Yeah. And for me to hear everything that's coming out of camp and like. Sean McVay to me is just like I don't know. He's like you know he could be all over the place with his running back. So yeah. it's just it's just a scary situation. But, but, if, it was, if it was a high powered offense, yeah, I'd be signing up. I, I, I deal with it. But it's not a high powered offense. I feel you. That's my issue with it. But but I mean, we're, but we're talking about one other guy. So you look at most teams in the league, they got like three running backs, four running backs that we can all say potentially can get touches. With the Rams, it's only two yeah. that we're talking about. There's literally but not anybody te- else. But they're telling me, and again, I'm I'm listening. Okay, and I'm listening right now, 
and you can choose to listen and disagree, and you can choose to listen. And no, agree. no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. No, I'm no, just no, I'm saying, saying you are. I'm just saying like in this situation, because sometimes I listen and I'm just like with you. I'm like, nah, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I'm listening, and, and with this one, I agree with. So if I agree with it, then I'm taking the standpoint of Kyron Williams is the third down back, mm-hmm. two minute offense, and is going to play a role in the passing game. So this is an offense that I'm not really viewing as like this high powered offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think that it's a bad team that's going to be, like, down quite a bit. So, for me, like, if Cam is really just the in-between-the-tackles guy and, yeah, he'll get some goal line, mm-hmm. but goal line in a, in a, in a bad offense, I, I don't want that. So, like, I would just – well, it, it, it really is more, you know, so, like, where is he going <coughs> and who's going around him and who would I rather have? I would just rather have a lot of other guys. Well, well let me ask you this. Cam as far as situation, it. right, mm-hmm. is there a major difference between – and I'm not talking talent-wise. Don't come at me. But situation-wise, is there a major difference between Cam Akers and Javante Williams? Situation-wise? Situation-wise. Uh, yes, only because Javante is coming off an ACL. So you think Cam has a better situation? I'm talking not, 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 not I think, injury, but I more think, so. I think Javante has a better situation because it's more stable. New head coach coming What's in. What's stable? The Broncos? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me get there. It's more stable from a standpoint of you have a team that is at the bottom. They couldn't get any lower. Morale couldn't get any lower. You bring in Sean Payton, which is a more highly coveted head coach, who's going to simplify things. I have a whole thing on the Broncos. I think, number one, I yeah, think Russell. It sounds like you take I think, a bunch I think, of Lisa Faith right no, there. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I am, like, completely out on Russell Wilson. I have zero shares, okay. and I will continue to have zero shares. Okay. I'm not buying Russell Wilson hype. What I am buying is Sean Payton knows that Russell Wilson is not him. And that I don't even think Russell Wilson was him, to be quite honest. I think Russell Wilson had a good arm. <laughs> he had legs, and he could make plays. Yeah. I think Russell Wilson could really never read defenses. I think he had very diff- a lot of difficulty throwing over the middle of the field. And I think yeah. defenses figured it out quick. And ever since they figured it out, he's never been the same guy. Okay. Occasionally, he'll get that deep bomb. Occasionally, he'll get mm-hmm. like lucky with something. But for the most part, he's not going to be a guy that you can like. Count right, on right, right. But so, but what I'm saying is, I think Sean Payton is going to simplify this offense. It's going to be more run base. Okay. Their O line to me is better than the Rams. Their head coach right now in their situation, as far as you know, ascending to me is better. I feel like the Rams are descending. I feel like they are in tank mode. I feel like Sean McVay may not be there next it year. Feels I feel that like way. It, it, yeah. it just doesn't feel good, right? It right. doesn't feel good. Where I feel like Broncos are at least rising, and I think Sean Payton is going to keep Russell under my, my only pushback with everything you just said was you're, and I'm not, or well, maybe I am, you're making a lot of assumptions, right? You're, you're making a lot of. No. You're, you're making a lot of. O-line, whose O line is better? To me, the Broncos' O line is better. I don't even think we really know. Well, I mean, maybe, I, yeah. but I don't to think me, we to, know. Yeah, to me, the Broncos uh, are I don't, I don't think we know which head coach is in a better situation. We, we, in reality, you could really say it's probably Sean McVay as far as being in the game more recently, won a Super Bowl recently, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, more stable quarterback because Stafford, you would say, probably is better than Russell Wilson. But, but again, I'm not even looking at all those ancillary things, just situational. And the reason I said Javante is because I think Samaje is going to be the passing down back. Mm-hmm. So if – Cam Akers, because you're saying Kyron's going to take all the passing work. If Cam Baker is the first and second down back between the tackles, which I kind of see Javante, and I'm not saying Javante doesn't have the receiving game too. Yeah, that's why I disagree. I just think Samaje is going to have that role. Yeah. That's why I disagree. So I, I think I don't think it's uh, a passing down guy and a running guy, a running down with guy. the Broncos. I, I just think like I think it's Javante and, and, and P Ryan, and I think it'll be just a, a, a committee. <clears throat> I think they'll play series as opposed to playing roles. They may play a little roles early on, and I think if Javante proves to be healthy enough, and I'm not, I don't have any Javante. I really have very little Javante, and I, and I won't really be buying. But 
if he proves to get healthier, because he is beating like like I think he's about to play in the preseason, which is just amazing. Yeah, he's playing given this that week. knee, given yeah, given that knee injury. But if he proves to get healthier, I think it'll just be a series by series thing. And if he's healthier, so you don't see then he'll probably end up taking more of the pie. I don't think it's a situation where like Samaje plays third down. I think okay. with Sean Payton, it's a series by series thing. Well, well, the reason I'm saying it because I mean Samaje's calling card last year was the 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 third down back. Like yeah, yeah but they've already prior, said they don't see him to, like that though. Yeah, but that's what he's been. Yeah, that's probably what he's, been. he's really been a backup. When Mixon got hurt, he took over the primary role. Yeah, no, but no, he's he a was pass a third down back, back for yeah. the Bengals. He was, but when Mixon got hurt, he took over the entire role. Which means that he can do, he can be. But so can Javante. All right. I, Javante can catch I, I think, I think Samaje believes that. I remember hearing an interview and Samaje was like, I finally get a chance to be the guy. And get out of the Remember, Samaje, prior to that, Samaje's not new in the league. Samaje's been around. Samaje's older than Mixon. I'm not arguing Samaje's like, you know. But but what I'm saying is I think Samaje's career was resurrected once he embraced the role as the third down receiving Mm -hmm. pass blocking running back. And I think he parlayed that into a contract with the Broncos. So the Broncos will use him in that way because now you do have a talented running back in Javante now. If Javante's not ready or he ain't the same guy, it's a totally Let's different see, I discussion. Think that's an assumption. I, just, I don't know. To me, Sean Payton has always been a guy who's used multiple backs. So I just go to what he's done. Like, I really don't feel like these offensive coordinators and these head coaches, like, who are offensive minds okay. come in and just, like, rewrite the book. Like, that was my whole thing with, like, the, with the Chargers. Like, he's just going to bring over the same system. Like, they're not really – so we can really just extra point. Like, you, you can just take what they did at a previous regime and then just bring it forward. Maybe they make some ch- minor changes here or there. But they're not really just creating something brand new. Mm-hmm. He likes running back by committee. He likes to use multiple backs. He likes to have two guys. So, like, I don't see why that would change now. All right. But he normally keeps a pass-catching back. We I, don't, saw, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I Mark Ingram, outside of Kamara, who was, who was special, all the other running backs, whether it was uh, Pierre or it was Ingram, those guys still played a very prominent role in the passing game as well. I don't remember Ingram. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't even remember Pierre Thomas getting that much passing work, but because I remember, I thought it was more Sproles getting the passing work. Sproles, and then but those like guys they are had very Richard different Bush. to me. Those guys are very different to me. Those guys are like you. pass specialists, not just third down guys. Nobody was when when when, when P. Ryan was with the Bengals. They weren't like, oh yeah, we got to line him up wide. Oh yeah, we got to throw him a bunch of screens. They weren't doing that. They were just like, you come in on third down, and then you'll be the safety blanket. They Another, weren't like, we need you to run routes. Another thing I want to mention, and it's totally like changing total subject, one hundred percent. Chuba Hubbard, mm-hmm. and this is before because I put in the chat today. I was concerned about Miles Sanders because he, he has a groin but why injury. The, oh, all right, he has a all groin right. injury. He hasn't he hasn't played any pre. I mean, there's been one preseason game. Mm-hmm. He hasn't practiced in like a couple weeks. They've mm-hmm. been saying he's going to come back, but now they're saying he's not going to play the whole preseason. He's, he hasn't Good. practiced at all. Oh, um, <laughs> but even down. before the injury, yeah, I was paying attention to. Because for me, I don't watch preseason games because I don't feel like you gather much from that. I watch mm-hmm. team usage from practice reports, and then I also see who's going out there with the first team preseason, whatever. I don't really see what they're, the way they're playing. But practice reports from day one, with Bryce Young out there, Chubba was getting a lot of work. And I noticed that, right? But I was thinking to myself, okay, they're just, like, just trying different, you know, um, personnel out there and just kind of seeing, you know, new offense, all of that stuff. But 
it just I just kept seeing it yeah. over and over. Chuba, Bryce Young, and, and this is like, and I don't know if every team every team does it, but the Panthers is like they were saying like the first eleven eleven. The second eleven hmm. eleven, which means you know they had team periods, mm-hmm. multiple team periods. I'm talking about the first eleven eleven. Yeah, yeah, I was seeing uh, young because they have a B ride that literally like lists the plays. Mm-hmm. Young to Hubbard, you know, yeah. six yards. Hubbard up the middle for it, and this is. I was like, why is Hubbard getting all this work? Yeah, and then I was like, okay. Then it's like the Miles Sanders injury, mm-hmm. and then I've been paying attention. Now like, okay, he's still hurt, and now it's a groin. It's like, okay, I, I feel like Hubbard is a guy that actually can be a lot more useful mm-hmm. than we are considering now. And he's a handcuff to a running back that has gotten hurt in the past. Mm-hmm. He's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just feel like somebody can get laid that has value. behind him either. Oh, yeah, nothing behind There's him. There's nothing behind the, him. The, the other guy behind him is this guy named, um, I think it's Raheem Blackshear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more mm-hmm. of a special team Or guy. something Blackshear. Yeah. Short, Some small down. guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, not it's much a of a, of a guy, threat, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, you know, um, he's probably been with the team a couple years now, so. Actually, I think he just got, I think he got traded there. Or they, or they picked him up uh, last year. I feel like, yeah, I think it's last mm-hmm. year he was on the yeah. team. So, I just, just a guy that I, I'm able to get super late, like double-digit rounds. Mm-hmm. He could just be a thing. He's a, he's a really good handcuff because it's, yeah. it's a clear situation. The only thing is just not a sexy offense, but you know sometimes yeah. you don't need that. They weren't a sexy offense last year, and, and you know, him or De- Deontay Foreman, whoever was like Foreman had charge, some weeks. Yeah, they, they had weeks. They had weeks. Yeah. So like all those guys can be helpful. People want to go after the Jerome Fords and, and, and you know and the uh, Jalen Warrens, but Chuba Hubbard could be just as valuable. Speaking yeah. of uh, Deontay Foreman. How are you feeling about the Bears' backfield? Still I have no 100%. idea what's going on. With I'm, the still Bears. I'm still Roshan. Roshan. I do think uh, if you were like buying all these late round Herberts, like uh, he's like a poor man's uh, James Conner, maybe. Like there's uh, some value there, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's some value absolutely. there. I, I agree. Just, I, I think my bias, he got it, my bias for Roshan got in the way. Uh, I probably should have got more shares back then. Yeah, because he didn't look bad last year. Herbert really? didn't look bad in that. He's never looked so bad. Like, yeah. He's never looked bad. My whole thing with him was just that like they were like he can't pass protect. He can't pass protect. He can't pass protect. That offensive line is not very good at pass protection. So, like, uh, they kept talking about how Roshan was the best pass protecting back, you know, on that team. Mm-hmm. He's not really known for his uh, receiving work. Uh, I could care less about the screen. Like, that's is one thing. Like, the preseason, like, people are playing, like, vanilla defenses. Like, why mm-hmm. are you running the screen in the preseason anyway? Like, I, like, I, don't, I don't understand some of these – some of these play calling, like, I just don't – I don't get. But either way, like – He's not known for his pass catching. So, for me, like, I, you know, I'm just taking the cheaper of the options. Actually, I guess technically Foreman is, but I just have very yeah, little faith Foreman. in Foreman, like, kind mm-hmm. of finding his way through. Foreman might be the one that just surprised all of us. He maybe, maybe. Because I've heard, I mean, I haven't heard a lot, but every time I've heard anything about him, it's been positive. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard him, like, be, like, the first team guy. That's, the, that's, that's what I'm saying. I haven't heard, yeah, I haven't heard any yeah, of that. I've heard Roshan, I think, at times, maybe. Or I've heard Roshan being, like, the best pass uh, blocking mm-hmm. uh, back, uh, and then obviously Herbert getting the majority of the ones. But I haven't really heard, you know, Foreman kind of in any yeah. of those roles. Yeah. I mean, he might just be one of those guys just kind of steady chugging along, and then everybody else get hurt. Last man standing. That's literally what he's been his entire career. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up winning the fantasy standing. season for somebody. So. <laughs> last man standing. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going into preseason uh, game two. Are there any games that you guys are looking forward to or want to pay attention to because there's some ambiguous backfields or all of them? 
<laughs> and again, I don't watch them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, I don't want to say I don't watch them. I put them on TV for entertainment because it's football. And I like football being played, but I'm not really studying them. But you do gather information. Like, I think there's somebody from PFF. I think his name is Nathan. Yeah, yeah, after yeah, every game, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After yeah. every game, he's like putting out <laughs> snaps, like like who's yeah. playing with what team and all that. I think that's that's great information. Well, yeah, you know, is, I, yeah. I think you learn a lot from that. I, um, I like the, I like I watch it for the eyeball test. Uh, yeah, like one big thing that I took away was like Alvin Kamara. I was like, ooh man, how do he look? He looked damn good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he looked damn good. You how did they go use back him? They used him. The way they should have used them last year. That's a, I was so I pissed. They used them the way they should have used them last year. Like all the narratives that we was hearing, like the, the narratives that like my right ear just like wanted to hear. Yeah. Like came true. Like Derek Carr was like looking for him in the pass game. Like he looked spry. They were using him on a little bit of outside zone or outside uh, gap schemes where he could like actually like hit the corner a little bit. You know, he looked he looked like he wanted to play. He looked like he wanted to be there and. Did he score a touchdown? No, he didn't score a touchdown. But they use him like, they use him like in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. They use him like in the red zone. I mean, the but offense wait. as a whole just looked really good. But like, wait, did they use Jamal Williams with them? No, it was all Kamara with that first team. Really? 100% Kamara. That's interesting. And then when Winston came into the game, then Jamal Williams came into the game. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, man, I'm telling y'all. Whew. Yeah. I would, you would, I would, if, if they're going to use him OC? like that, I would be okay. Pete Carmichael, I believe. Pete Carmichael, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to punch him. Who, who was he OC of last year? P. Carmichael. Same. Oh, he was the same OC. Yeah, same OC. But the, the, what I was kind of hearing in the offseason was like they, they, they wanted more explosive plays in the offense. They really spoke with David Carr about like how to make the offense a little bit better. Derek Carr. Uh, Der, Derek Carr. I think they even brought in uh, Gruden because Gruden was with him mm-hmm. like with, you know, when he had some That's of like a, like a special years. assistant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then they also like apparently like Kamara said like they like also talked about like how to like really utilize him more in the passing game. Okay. Uh, he's been working with the receivers more. And like this is like a situation where, again, I, I want to hear it, so I want to believe it. Yeah. Uh, but just to see it. And the other thing, too, is, again, we keep talking about how Andy Dalton was in DGAF mode last year. Derek Carr, like, made Josh Jacobs last year because of all the receptions and all the dump downs. Mm-hmm. And that's Josh Jacobs. Now you got an Alvin Kamara. And the thing, too, is, like, they have weapons now. Teams can't, like, teams can't, I don't care, like, what version of Michael Thomas this is, you can't ignore Michael Thomas. You definitely can't ignore Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. Jawan Johnson looks really good as good. well. Good. And then if, you know, if, there too. Yeah, if he comes back healthy, like you can't ignore that. So like now you're back in an offense where like Jimmy Green. you gotta just give you just <laughs> <laughs> you gotta just give like Kamara those dump downs. Because like you don't want to get beat over the top. Now you have a competent quarterback back there, so you you almost have to give him that and say, all right, we'll let him like beat us in the short game. Like to me, I don't know. Like I, I'm getting excited. I really am getting excited. I feel like we I could feel be seeing it. seventy plus catches from Kamara this year. So let me ask you this, because you you've been drafting, right? Yeah. Okay. The time. Sorry, not seventy. Uh, well, well, let me for, let me first ask this: I mean. since they announced that he's going to get a three three game suspension, has his ADP risen, dropped, or has it been the same? Uh, it has risen a little bit. It's risen. Yeah, he's like a seventh round pick now. Do you think he's still worth a pick there, or you, you got your shares already? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it depends on the team, but absolutely. I feel like they have one of the easiest schedules too in the uh, NFL. So then why, bruh? What? Why the hell weren't you taking them earlier? Because I did. Because of my, because I watched them 
run him in between the tackles. Oh, you didn't like, you didn't like the way you before. It was terrible, and he didn't look that so, good. So the way you saw him this past so week, now, you convinced. You he did. looked like Kamara. Okay, I got you. Go back and watch it. He looked like Kamara. I got you. He looked like Kamara. Well, maybe we should be asking you, what else? What else? But like, <laughs> not only, like, he looked like Kamara. Not only, like, the moxie was there. Like, the comp, yeah. like, he looked excited. Remember when I told y'all last year, I was like, this man looks like he does not want to be out there. He looks like, okay, it's like, this is what y'all want me to do? Y'all want me to run, you yeah. know, uh, you know, in between the guards, or, yeah. you know, the entire game? Okay, all right. You know, you're just running between, you know, yeah. like, you know, interior run, you know, run, you know, uh, protecting running with, himself like, a little bit. You know, yeah, like, yeah. not even protecting, but he was just like, he was just, he was just like, all right, you know, yeah. I'll do it. But okay. this looked like, you know, this Kamara, this version of Kamara looked like the old version of Kamara. And he looked yeah. excited. He looked happy to be out there. So That's crazy. All right. Yeah. There were a couple right. guys. James Cook is another one. Like, I, I'm buying all the hype. I'm yeah, you, know, you came hype. in the chat just right, talking yeah. up. There what did James is, Cook do yeah, that yeah. made you? There, yeah. He just, I, I like how they use him. I like, it was, again, this may not mean much, but the fact that, like, so Anthony Richardson, that's another story. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually like how he played despite that early interception. So he threw a pick early on. So they were already kind of like, you know, somewhat in the red zone. But it was like three straight plays to Cook, to James Cook, just run off, handoff, handoff, handoff. Look good on all of them, and then ran it into the end zone. What do you think they're going to do at the goal line? So this is the thing. So Damian Harris is obviously injured. You obviously have Josh he Allen there. came back there. today, I believe. Yeah. You, you have Josh Allen there. So I understand all that. But, like, Latavius these, Murray, don't sleep on Murray. Yeah, but these mm-hmm. – no, you can sleep on Murray. I, I, heard, he's look, Murray. I heard he's look good. I, I saw him that entire game. Like, he played a lot that game. Oh, you play? Eh. Like, okay. hey, he played a lot that game. And, like, it, 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 you know, that's the thing about preseason. It's like, again, vanilla defenses. They're going to allow, like, dump offs to the running backs. Mm-hmm. So he got a lot of those and, like, picked up, like, but it was just like, it was just like, eh. Like, it was like, okay, take that yeah. dump off. Like, it, it, it really wasn't anything that mm-hmm. he did special. Yeah. But this is one of, to me, one of those rare situations where you have a young back. He's coming into the second year. Yeah. And I told you I was going to fade him next year. I faded him last year, and I was like, because I, I plan on drafting him the following year. But second year running back, he's explosive. You've heard talks in camp that he's been the guy, that he's been the primary guy. Like, that's been a, a steady drumbeat. Um, you know, they have passing games, but what I love most is that he's in an explosive offense. There's no longer Naheem Hines there. He mm-hmm. is the best pass catcher on that team easily. So, so it's, a situation, Cook it's a situation where you don't need a lot of volume, and he's in a very explosive offense. Where he could just like smash. So, so you're sold on yeah. James Cook. Oh, absolutely. I, After like, Chris no told us like three weeks ago, four weeks I ago. I told you, I gave him his flowers. Yeah, yeah, I gave him his flowers. Chris told us flowers. James Cook and Pollard are right gave, there. No, no, no. James Cook is not Pollard. But I well, do. Well, you said he's in the same tier. Yeah. James, James Cook and Tony Pollard are not in the same tier. But yeah. I do think James sound Cook like, and. Sounds like Chris is yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's no. all I'm saying. James Cook. No, because Tony Pollard is like clear. Like there's no. I don't, you don't have to like say this if this happens if this happens. Like it's Tony Pollard. I got you. But like a Jameer Gibbs. Like a Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Like a Jameer Gibbs. Like mm-hmm. to me, like there's no reason like James Cook should not be going where Jameer Gibbs is going or where Gibbs should not be going where Jermaine, uh, James Cook's. You know, James Cook is mm-hmm. going. Whether that's the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round, like the two are the same, the exact same to me. Gotcha. They, they really are the exact same to me. Got you. All right, guys, that's it for this week. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. wait in fact, James wait, Cook is probably wait a minute. better wait. than uh, Jamar Gibbs. couple things. All right, there. good. Yeah. Number one, uh-huh. Dynasty guys. So uh-huh. something I used to do in all our earlier shows, I used to always end the show with like a Dynasty guy that mm-hmm. I've been kind of watching. Two guys, though. All right. Uh, for the Patriots, Demario Douglas – a wide receiver. Okay. Hear Never heard of that man in my life. Di- yeah. This is Dynasty, right? right. Hearing nothing but great things. Yeah. Right. Hearing so many great things where I wouldn't be surprised this dude is like on the Tank Dale's Zay Flowers type. 
oh, level right. of things, right? But totally being um, ignored. And the people in Dynasty know him now. Like, he's not a, yeah. you know, I'm just, just for people that just, he's been slipped through the cracks. Him, number one. And then number two, Calvin Austin, the third for the Steelers. Oh, wow. Okay? Look at him. Hmm. Look at him. These are guys that are probably on your waiver wire in Dynasty. This yeah. is not redraft, by the way. Don't go out and get – in redraft, just stay ready. You know, be aware if they end up being a guy, like be up there and get them in the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. But for Dynasty, add these guys to your roster and just kind of just see what happens. A third guy is Jordan Mason, um, hmm. who mm-hmm. might be the handcuff to C-Mac. I keep telling people. It's like mm-hmm. I literally have not drafted Elijah Mitchell this entire – maybe once. But I've just been avoiding him like the play. We yeah. assume that he is a handcuff. And even if he is the handcuff, he can't stay I don't healthy. See, he can't stay healthy. But even if C Mac goes down, I don't necessarily know that he's getting like the workload that he was getting in the past. Yeah. Like they keep talking of Jordan Mason. They even keep talking of Ty Davis Price too as well. Like it just like I feel like if C Mac yeah, went have, down, it would be like a committee, like a pretty much a full. It's funny because I just talked about Demario Douglas. Look at the picture right below that Zay Flowers. Yeah. yeah. Um. The second thing though is I was watching the show you were on recently. Mm-hmm. You were talking about you have a notebook of notes you've taken. Okay. And I'm like, oh, you ain't shared this with us. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> you got to share it with right. people on a whole other show. Right, right. I tried to tell and you. And I'm like, man, listen. I don't know anything about no notebook. <laughs> right, right. So can you give us a few gems? You ain't got to put the whole thing out. Maybe we end yeah. every show with Actually, just. I didn't, I didn't put everything out there. Okay, but maybe we end the show with just that. a few gems from Abby's notebook. I didn't even know the notebook existed. Did you right. know a notebook? No, no, no. Oh, we get with sex messages. Yeah, that's all we get. That boy said, I have a full notebook. a full notebook. That's it. Yeah, there, right. there's two different notebooks. There's uh, oh, there's the yeah there's the immediately like the immediate <laughs> postseason notebook like Super Bowl's over like I just want to like I got so many uh, thoughts. We, we talked about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I got so many thoughts that I just want to get out and I don't want to forget because like I'm mm-hmm. like I feel very strongly about this mm-hmm. and it's never gonna be a hundred percent right but I feel like in the past it's like if I I feel like if I would have like stayed with those core beliefs because mm-hmm. that shows you like how much like how little changes with all the news. And everything that gets kind of thrown out there uh, between February and August mm-hmm. for like certain things to like really hold true throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, so that that like I have that notebook, and then I just have just like a general notebook that I kind of keep throughout the. Uh, so give us something from your notebook, man. Let the I people give, know. I, I give it to you every single day. <laughs> okay. It just sounds so ridiculous that you just like ignore it. Okay. All right. Like, the Kamara one is, like, you know, that's, like, kind of one, like, I've been following. Certain things I, like, follow are just, like, the situations that, like, I'm not quite sure of. Yeah. So, I just, like, you know, I take notes as far as, okay, like I said, I, I like to add up data points. And yeah. then I like to try to, like, ideally, like, kind of come to the conclusion. But I try to, like, make sure, like, I'm including everything, like, the entire full picture. Yeah. That way I'm, like, not going down a bias. That way I'm not just, like, searching for good Kamara news. Gotcha. Like, yeah. I'm trying to, like... Those biases they, kick in. They, they they really do. They really yeah. do. So. Y'all got them, too. Both of y'all do. Yeah. 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 I probably do, too, but I, y'all got yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, two more things. All right, go ahead. I, I want to add another guy. Uh-huh. Trey Parker. No, Trey Palmer. Trey, Trey Palmer, Palmer. Palmer. Okay. Right. And yeah. we drafted him in our dynasty yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I was the one that told y'all about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Because... Uh, and the reason that's so, it, I'm, I'm dumb like this, right? But what sold me on him was, first of all, he started at LSU. Then he transferred to Nebraska last year. Yeah. Oh, but there was one game. He killed the other team. Like, killed. And then he did an interview after the game. He was just like, up there like, man, look, I knew I was going to kill these boys. No face, no case. Like, he, he was just talking <laughs> like that. And I was looking at this dude like, this dude is a dog. Yeah. This dude is a dog. And yeah. he got drafted like in the fifth or sixth round for the Bucks. And uh, 
fat. I knew he was super fast. He had a breakout age. Yeah. And I think when we were up on the clock in Dynasty, I was like, hey, y'all, look at this guy. Yeah, the Bucks yeah. ain't got nobody else. Let's just take him. Yeah. And we took him. I think we were even considering dropping yeah. him if nothing happened. Yeah. But then today with the news of Russell Gage injury, yeah. Oh, yeah. he might actually have a role this year. Yeah, yeah. So in Dynasty – you know, yeah. pick him up if he's out there. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with Mike Evans or even maybe yeah. Chris Godwin. I mean, he might be the yeah. future. Did he, didn't he? he say – or did they just drop with the old quote when they asked what? him about Sauce Gardner? Or was that a meme? No, he, no he, face, he, no he, did he say that about Sauce he Gardner? He said that today, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. face, no case. And he, and he, he did a 50-yard catch on him today. <laughs> yeah. No face, no case. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> like or he said that. something like that. Oh, and then the other thing is we're going to have to add another fourth mic, man. What? We're yeah. in the fourth mic? Next week. All right. right, we got another guest in. All right, okay. and there Mike. will be a show next week. All right, all right, all right. All right. Fourth all right. Mike, fourth all right, Mike. So we so. Got all right, all right. So we got another so heater. Who, who's coming through? Okay. I don't know. All right, so all right. we're gonna find out. I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't know. We'll see who shows up. All right, guys, that's our pod this week. Please like, rate, subscribe. Wrap. Wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, like. Rate, rate, subscribe, subscribe, and share. Yeah. Look, there's gonna be a little thing that pops up that says subscribe, subscribe, and right share. Yeah. Click that link and subscribe. All right, yeah, guys, we're appreciate out. it. Yes, sir.